No, she's great. Okay. Yeah. Like we've we know got what we're dishes doing. in the like background. You'd think we were at a restaurant right you now. You guys produce music? Yeah. <laughs> music producing? No. We didn't know when we Definitely the not. that it was actually <laughs> on the show floor. I thought it was going to be like a room upstairs, yeah. like with a door and a ceiling. Uh-huh. It's not. How do you say your last name, Daniel? Mia. Mieli. So, Mieli. Mieli? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Gem Junkies. I'm Brecken. And Jonathan. And we are here at the AGTA Gem Fair. You can probably hear in the background, there's a lot going on. It actually sounds like we're in a kitchen, but... Yeah, it's uh, They're cooking up gemstones. uh, Yeah. (laughs) There's lots of uh, noise going on. Yeah, uh, and we're here with a very special guest. We're super excited. Um, Danielle Miele. I got it? Yep. All right. From Gem Gossip. And I've been a big fan. I followed her on Instagram since I got Instagram, which was maybe like two years ago, because I'm late to the game at everything. But you started as a blog. Started as a blog, yes. Ten and a half years ago. Ten years ago. I started my Instagram in 2012. In two... Wow. Yeah. She's a pro. She's... And you you are. An oldie. You're an oldie but a goldie. (laughs) An original. (laughs) So the first question that we like to ask all of our guests is, what is your first gemstone or jewelry memory? The first thing you can remember about gemstones or jewelry. My first memory is still vivid in my brain. It was, so when I was little, I would say maybe three or four years old, my family had a um, collection of encyclopedias at the very, very top of the family bookshelf. And um, I knew all about the D encyclopedia because that had all the diamonds in it. And oh. I would constantly ask my mom all the time to get out the mini ladder and get down the D encyclopedia so I could look at it. And I vividly remember looking at those pages. Um, there's just like the Hope Diamond was on the page, a picture of um, a diamond mine with miners, and like a few rough diamonds, mm-hmm. and then there was a page with all the cuts of diamonds, and I used to trace it with my fingers, <laughs> and I just, that was three and four years old, so like, just I had this instinct it. and just natural, um, natural draw to... Yeah. Sparkly things. It's just sparkly things. Now, is yeah. your family in the gemstone or jewelry industry at all? No, no one. No. My mom doesn't even really wear jewelry. Really? She'll, like, sometimes maybe wear her wedding band and yeah. engagement ring, but so how, super rare. <laughs> how did you get involved? Like, you obviously went through high school, loved jewelry, gemstones as a young mm-hmm. girl, but yeah. where did it go from there? I've always collected jewelry. Um, my grandparents would go to Italy and bring home, you know, a piece of gold for myself and my sisters. Yeah. And we would get so excited when they came home from a trip because that meant we got to pick out a piece of jewelry to keep. Um, so I have so many positive memories about jewelry growing up. And then it wasn't until 
I mean, high school, I bought a few pieces here and there. You know, when I graduated high school, I got a strand of pearls. That was my gift yep. for graduation. Classic. Very classic, timeless. Um, and then I went to college, and I kind of fell off the jewelry track, so to speak. I would say... You know, when you're a poor college student, right. you don't have money Not to, money to buy yeah. And luxury goods. yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I would still constantly look online at jewelry, but I just never buy it or anything like that. And then, you know, I graduated with a degree in teaching, um, and I did that for about five years. What grade? Well, I went to school for um, teaching, and that took four years, and then I did one year of substitute teaching, so I was, like, all over. Dude, I did a year of substitute teaching, and then I decided I didn't want to be a teacher. (laughs) Exactly. I was like, ooh, no, this is not a good career choice for me. (laughs) And if if anyone knows me or... I'm tiny. I'm, like, five foot one on a good day, and... I did middle school one one day uh-huh. for a substitute class, and the kids were like making fun of me, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, no, okay. I don't need to go back to this. Yeah, I, I felt I felt like a student myself, and yeah. I was like, okay, I don't think I can do this. Um, my specialty was third grade. I loved third grade, and I loved teaching cursive and yeah i think multiplication. third grade is where it's at yeah those are my most positive school memories me too third grade mm-hmm. my teacher mr hannah walt who was a stud <laughs> he was a stud you guys i knew this in third grade <laughs> and he you know when you learn cursive yeah he would write my name brecken and i still sign my name like mr like hannah walt taught me to because i love that man Amazing. i do mr hannah walt, if you're out there i love you <laughs> he's listening i can tell he's listening i'm sure um so then so anyway <laughs> sorry mr hannah yeah tangent did too many heart uh, emojis so then from there you uh so substitute teaching and then and then as a family we decided to move and we've lived in the same house for 23 years of my life and my dad bought that house uh, two days before I was born with like 30 credit cards and wow yes he did not want his daughter his firstborn daughter to live in an apartment uh-huh. <laughs> so this house was like that's all I ever known yeah. and we're a super close-knit family um, and we all decided as a family to move down to Nashville and we did I didn't have a job lined up I didn't have um, a car. Mm-hmm. I sold my car because I didn't want to drive it yeah. 11 hours by myself. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's not my scene. Um, yeah, really, we sold like 70% of all of our possessions and just wanted to start fresh. In Nashville. In Nashville. Why Nashville? Start a new life. Um, my dad's a car dealer. Uh-huh. He goes to car auctions and buys and sells used cars. And there's actually quite a few car auctions down in, in, in the Nashville area and yeah. right around the time Hurricane Katrina happened and the aftermath um, the South needed a lot of cars yeah. so he he did a good thing by you know branching out and starting to ship cars mm-hmm. from New York where we lived down South where they were needed Yeah, made a lot of really good contacts yeah. and 
you know? Oh, so you're in Nashville. Now we're in Nashville. And is this when you started your blog? Yeah. Yeah? This was when I started my blog. Whoa. <laughs> there we go. Sorry. I started my blog in July of 2008. That was the same month and year that we moved down to Nashville. Um, like I said, I didn't have a job or a car or anything and didn't know anyone. Yeah. Except my family, so had so much free time on my yeah. hands and I've always loved jewelry. I just never never did anything with it. Never thought yeah. I could do anything with it. And um my boyfriend at the time suggested that I start a blog. Um he was in the tech, you know, yeah. like, loved building websites and all that stuff and he was like, You should do one and I didn't even think of that idea and I was like, okay, I'll think of a name for it, and then you just have to do the rest for me and teach me how to do it, and I'll take it from there. And there we are. Gem Gossip, 10 years yeah. later, here we are. Yeah. yeah, crazy. You have such a strong voice in the industry and have developed kind of your own personal style. Where did that stem from? What's your inspiration? I know you have a... You love vintage jewelry. Mm -hmm. Is it just like the thrill of finding something? Is it... Yeah, I would say the thrill of the hunt really plays into it. Uh But, I mean, I've always loved fashion Mm -hmm. as well. And being the oldest out of my three sisters, I kind of would always... um, I don't know. I would just, we all had our own styles and I kind of did my own thing. And yeah, I don't know. I was just, you put it together. And I mean, the things that you put together, just, you don't think they should work, but it's like, they do. <laughs> They're like golden. It's amazing. Yeah. A lot of people say, um, some, I'm tiny and I wear really big jewelry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and people are usually like, I didn't think that would work, but it does for you. It does. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Do you have a do you have a favorite gemstone? Opals for sure. Oh, we okay. like to hear that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we're opal people. Uh, we're so. opal people as well. What yeah. what draws you what draws you to opal or do you have a first memory of the first opal you saw or Um I just love the play of color and just how each one is its own individual it's like a snowflake, you know? It is like a snowflake. I've never heard an opal described <laughs> like that. Yeah. They're That's all just great. so different. They're all different. And they yeah. have their own, like, the fire, just some yeah. of them just, like, they come to life. Yeah. They draw you in. Yeah. You can stare at opals for hours. Yeah. Yeah. Lucky us. I love to touch them. Too. I like to roll them. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I, feel like color, I feel like you can feel the color to a point. I don't know. Really? Maybe with Boulder Opal. I remember no, I the first Boulder Opal pendant I got, I would, I would like, rub it like a worry stone because uh-huh. the texture was so... It was just, like, calming. I don't know. Maybe the healing powers of crystals or stones yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and then I, I felt like that stupid rumor that whoever thought of this suspicion of opals being bad luck if you're not yeah. born in October. Yeah. I'm not sure where that came from. I should look into that. It we have it's um, Anne of Gerstein 
is a book, right? It's yeah, Anna so there's, there's several different stories. There's there's a lot of different articles, and we can throw some of those up on the on the blog. There's some mm-hmm. articles that have been written about all the different things that of why Opal is lucky and unlucky. There's yeah. a lot of different things. That but it was um, it was a book, really. The when it went into super unpopular was there was a book written by Sir Walter Scott. Yeah. Um, about this witch who had an opal, and she they threw like holy water on it and the witch like fell down and died and then everything like that and so (laughs) it was right at the same time when the british procured australia and so they were mining a lot of opal Mm -hmm. and so it was queen victoria that made it okay for them to be given as gifts Oh, wow. So it wasn't bad luck as long as it was given as a gift. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, there's also this weird thing we found where, like, the ancient Greek believed that it was... Opals were made from, like, the eyeballs of small children. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, and then there was the other thing. So there were a lot of opals coming out of the ground, and jewelers weren't used to working with such a soft stone. Yeah. They would break them. They would break them. And so rather than saying, yeah, it's my fault, and having the king, like... Kill them? Oh. They would just say, "Oh, it's the opal's fault. It was a opals terrible are opal." Bad luck. Bad luck. Yeah. But, so there's a lot of stuff that, that talks about that as well. But it happened. I mean, for centuries, opals were always super lucky, and then yeah. all of a sudden, yeah. when more were discovered, all the jewelers were like, "Hey, this is an unlucky stone because I keep breaking it. Yeah. Not because yeah. my skill is lacking, <laughs> but because the stone keeps breaking." Yeah. But so, what's the future for gem gossip? Where do you see it? <laughs> I don't know. I've always been the type of person just to kind of go with my gut yeah. and um, just whatever I'm feeling at the moment, I follow mm-hmm. that, and yeah. it's worked out for me. For yeah, you should do a jewelry line. <laughs> that would be fun. You should. You should do like a gem gossip jewelry line. I'd love to see it. I've had. I released five rings actually back in like 2000. I want to say or yeah, before I had Instagram or any social yeah. media <laughs> prowess I did that for a couple of years uh-huh. um, I mean that was fun but I really do I love buying and selling um, vintage and antique jewelry yeah I have you know the Instagram shop gem gossip where I sell my finds uh-huh and that does really well and I really like you know I Keep keep it going. Yeah, you know, it's interesting to see the to pieces that. that you curate and you pick to yeah. sell. Like, yeah. As far, it, as far as vintage is concerned, is there something that you lean towards as far as a time period or a certain style or just anything that jumps out at you? Mostly anything that jumps out of me out to me. But um, I would say I love Victorian and I love Art Deco mm-hmm. and then a lot of rings. Yeah. Rings sell really well for me, and it's like my first love. So, okay, I do sell a lot of rings. Um, I sell a lot of earrings too. Those are becoming more and more popular. Yeah, at earrings least, are. at least for me, people like the big hoops and uh huh. You know, nineteen seventies, nineteen sixties. It's kind of fun too. Um, I love opals, and I love anything opaque, like turquoise, malachite, lapis, onyx. Do you have any tips? So, Jonathan and I went to Amsterdam. Oh, wow. And I know nothing about vintage or estate jewelry, but I was like, I'm here. I'm going to buy something old. All right? (laughs) And so, we just walk into the first jewelry store we see, which I know better. I know better (laughs) than doing this. And they're in their little cases labeled uh, Victorian rings. 
Uh-huh. And so, of course, I go, I'm drawn to it. I look, I pick out one that has what I assume to be old rose cut yeah. diamonds. It wasn't a million dollars, so we bought it. Yeah. And then I get it home and I start looking at it and I'm like, it's stamped 585. Oh. It's like, and I'm like, this is not Victorian. And so I was like, and actually it was from your blog that yeah. I figured it out. I was like, it's one of the reproduction ones that they made in like oh. the 60s, 70s. Yes. But I still love it for what it is, and it taught me a very valuable lesson. <laughs> and it wasn't expensive. And it wasn't expensive. But is there anything that you can give uh, any, like, I don't know, what, clue or indication that it is an actual vintage piece? Hmm. That, or just I would say experience. Yeah. You can't really. Well, I gained an, an experience from that. <laughs> right. I'm gonna, like, You'll never make that I'll mistake never again. Make that but mistake. See, I made that mistake, too. Yeah. When I was... You know, just starting, and I was on Portobello Road in uh-huh. England for the first time ever. And when you experience a flea market like that for the first time ever, your heart is just like skipping beats all over the place. Oh, yeah. And you see things, and you're like, whoa, I've never seen something like this in the United States before. And like, you you have some cash in your pocket and it's burning a hole and you're That's, just like go yeah. for it yeah. yeah um so yeah i bought i bought a reproduction mm-hmm. little sapphire crowned heart ring yeah i still have it today and it's a good reminder of like yeah know, what you learned how much you, you learn where you how start you from and what you learn and do you have any favorite i mean we're at the gem fair and i know there's an antique section here upstairs yeah, i still haven't gone to it yeah do I, you i'm i'm like is there anything you're on the hunt for just more rings no i never have things that i'm like okay i need to buy you know a amethyst ring okay. i'm never like that i yeah. just kind of i go and yeah. whatever it's like whatever catches your eye yeah that's you, what Frank always taught us is opportunity. You buy mm-hmm. opportunity. So when you're out shopping and when we're out just like especially looking around. For, especially in color. Because availability yeah. in color rotates and changes all the time. It's you never like, know what you're going to find. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. So it's just all looking for the opportunity that's out there. So yeah, I just listen to my gut. Yeah. Just like, you know, my business decisions that I make. Yeah. Just kind of go with it. My my heart skips skips a beat a certain way and I'm like okay this is the one yeah I need it right now (laughs) I do that too like when we buy something good I start getting like flushed yeah I start like I have to take my coat off yeah like (laughs) okay calm down for a second there's definitely a high to it I mean there is you get a high from buying buying, yeah like buying and and, and a bit just selling too like Mm -hmm. I don't know like the same for you like on did you do more online sales than anything else? But like, yeah. like face to face with me, I get really excited like selling things that mm-hmm. I'm excited about. And when the customer has the same excitement I do, I think their excitement bleeds. And so, like, right. like you, you pick up that excitement. Across oh yeah. The, or if you're yeah. dealing with a with a dealer or a vendor that gets super excited about it, then you're like, yeah, mm-hmm. let's do this. Yeah. yeah. I've done a few pop up. Um, shows and I would say same thing like that is a part of it as well and it's so neat to meet people in real life and to see them connect with a piece and they want to take it home and you feel so proud that you found it 
and you were able to be a part of its journey. Yeah. 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 It's, it's a story. Yeah. And jewelry is, so we're pretty big into family, family business and everything. And jewelry is family to me. Mm-hmm. And so when we can make a piece or produce a piece that gets to live on in someone's family and be special to them for the rest of their life, yeah. it just makes me so happy. And I think that's the best thing about jewelry mm-hmm. is just, you know, my... My favorite piece and one of my first memories is my grandmother's wedding ring. And I love it. And it's a 1950s orange blossom. It looks Mm -hmm. more like a cocktail ring than it does a wedding ring. But (laughs) like... My she aunt, had good taste. Yeah, she had good taste. My grandpa did too. Yeah. But I told uh, I told my aunt, I said, I know you get this, but please let me scan it and make one for myself because this ring is like everything mm-hmm. to me. And yeah. she's like, oh yeah, for sure, no problem. But yeah, family and, and everything. And you're pregnant. You're going to have a little boy here. Yes, having a when, little boy. When does he do? He's due at the end of May, and of Ooh, course... an emerald baby. That's why you're in green today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're feeling the emerald vibes. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah, he's due um, opening day of Vegas Jewelry Week, of course. Oh, no. So you're not going to be there. <laughs> no, I won't. You won't be in Vegas. I will be having a child. <laughs> yeah, that'll be exciting. Yeah. So, uh, any names picked out? Yes, actually. Um, his name's going to be Anthony Gino. Oh, how wonderful. My dad is named um, Antonio, Mm -hmm. and we wanted to name him after my dad, and we actually revealed that to my dad during Christmas in a, oh, in a car. And I actually have never seen my dad cry before. And yeah. He cried. And oh. it was very... Dad's changed. Very moving. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's my dad's way different now than he was like in around my girl. Around girls. the girls, he melts. My dad is not, yeah. is not the same guy that I was like, where did you come from? <laughs> yeah. So I'm so excited to have a son, but also even more excited to just see my parents become grandparents because they are over the moon yeah. like stoked yeah it's it so, it's so I cool mean, yeah and ours travel with us when we go to <laughs> to Jem's shows and grandma watches them back in the hotel room yep yeah. we had yeah it was terrible we called her a couple minutes before the interview just to check in on her and see how yeah. she was doing and <laughs> Frank doing? picks up the phone and she goes, well, Millie has to go to the bathroom and Livy just peed her pants, so I gotta go. And I was like, oh my god, I'm glad I'm not there, but I'm so sorry. <laughs> so, but it's, it's, it's great. Yeah. I love kids. Yeah. They're fun. Same. So do you think, I mean, obviously you're going to share your love of gemstones and jewelry with them. You're yeah. going to bring them to Tucson next year? I don't know. I don't know yet. He might be still too young. Yeah. But... I mean, my um, my sister-in-law, she loves crystals and uh-huh. gems and that sort of thing. And she has two boys as well. And they love it, Oh yeah, too. And when they come over to my house and they see my crystal collection, they get so excited. And they're like, oh, my mama has this, too. And they just yeah. get so excited. And it's so cute to see to see that. And, you know, I was so fascinated with gems and shiny things when I was younger that I think 
you yeah. know, hopefully this kid's it'll be passed down. Yeah. yeah, he's pretty lucky too. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Every kid loves shiny things. Mm-hmm. Or we'll just Absolutely. pick up rocks. Like my <laughs> twins will go out in the backyard and build a little rock collection. Yeah, and yeah, they're a little spoiled because they can come to the office and it, they'll pick through like broken stones and stuff uh-huh. like that. But Cute. just to have like a mom that's in the business that has the rock collection, <laughs> the gem collection, that's going to be super yeah. cool. All right, well, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. We want to thank you so much so for much joining you. us. Thank and, you. And uh, pleasure. Yeah. Pleasure. It's been you are fun. probably one of the <laughs> nicest people. <laughs> serious? No, I'm serious. <laughs> like one of the nicest people in the room. So we want to thank you guys for tun- tuning into our Gem Junkies podcast again. If you want to know what we do in our real life, you can follow us at Parlay Jumps on Instagram or Facebook. Check out Gem Gossip on Instagram. She's amazing. She's super cool. And I'm Brecken. And Jonathan. And we'll see you. No, we'll talk to you later. Bye. 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 Thank you.